Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today we're talking about, well, we're talking about exhaustion, weariness, and brain fag, okay? <laughs> I had gone in and I was asked my daughter, what should I talk about? <laughs> And I can't remember what she said, but it exactly, but for whatever reason, it prompted me to discuss this because I'm always talking about, oh, I can't think of something to do. <laughs> I, I say I can't think of anything to write about because you, I just feel like I've done it all, folks. I, I really have. And I have a lot of ideas in my head, but most of them are like in the form of a mini training because it's not a short subject. And even this is not a short subject, but at the same time, I thought, oh, I can cram this into one podcast. <laughs> So we'll see how it goes. If it's getting too lengthy, I'll try to cut it into two. But the point is, is it's such an important subject. Everyone, everyone in America right now is feeling a sense of weariness with what is going on. Mm -hmm. Their jobs are at stake or their family is suffering from being locked up (laughs) or they can't go places with their own children because they get a dirty look. Just... And it's it's everywhere. It's the whole flavor of America right now. And the point, I, I really can say that I didn't understand what exhaustion was up until like six years ago when we left our wonderful, beautiful home and we started a, a business that I thought, oh, this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> no one warned me what it was like to start your own business. It wasn't uh, you don't punch in and you don't punch out. You think about it 24-7. No matter if you're trying to take a day off or it doesn't matter what's going on, it's in the back of your mind and it can, it can wear you to such a point where you just, you don't know if you're coming or going some days. You don't know what day it is. You can't remember what you've done. Did you really do that? Or did you just think about it? Did you say that to someone? (laughs) Was that a dream? Because everything starts to blend together. And I'm telling you, that's, that's a perfect storm for sheer exhaustion or what I call brain fag. And when I say brain fag, the other day I was, (laughs) I spent a whole day. Now, mind you, I had slept really well. And I, you know, I've been going for my walks. I've been doing everything I need to do, eating right, just living a good, clean life. But at the same time, your little mind needs to be able to shut off. All right. (laughs) And I would be sitting there. I said to my, I was, I was, actually answering an email. Okay. And I was talking about the remedy belladonna, but I wanted to suggest that the mom use stramonium. I went to write the word stramonium and I'm telling you, I could see it in my mind, but I couldn't think of what the name of the remedy was. It was, it was gone. I asked my daughter, I says, honey, what's the remedy? First cousin of belladonna. And she's like, I don't know. I said, oh my gosh, we go, please look it up for me. And she goes, mom, I don't know. I says, it starts with an S. You know it, honey, help me with this word. I'm not kidding. I was so embarrassed. I almost started crying because I could not remember the word. So I got up. I went and looked up the word. I had to go through all the S's in order to find it. 
it was just gone. It was escaped from my whole mindset. And so then I'm like, okay, so you are in an exhaustive state. You've got to figure out what to do to get out of this funk, this brain fag. You're, you're shutting down. And that's what the mind will do, guys. It will protect itself. When you are overdoing it, overworking, the mind will just say, uh-uh, you're done. You're done. You're either going to go crazy or you're gonna, they're going to find you in a ditch somewhere because you couldn't find your way home. <laughs> and so we have to acknowledge this. And I can't believe it took me to, to get so bad. And like I said, I, felt, I feel happy. I feel good. But I'm trying to do too much. So it brought me to this, this point where it's like, you know what? We need to acknowledge this. And we need to say, okay, what can I do homeopathically besides what is called of us to do? So I started out this little podcast. And I said, of all my podcasts, I truly think this is one of the most important ones because everything starts in the mind. And when our mind becomes exhausted and affected, everything is going to start to go south. And I'll give you some examples of what I mean here. But I want to start by saying that according to our Christian belief, which is my belief system, and as well as over 85% of America, we really, really stop to think about the fact that when God created the world on the seventh day, he did what? He rested. Why did he rest? He rested so that he could show us from the very beginning the importance of rest. And today, you know how it is, we live in such a fast-paced world. The sad part is I can remember when we moved to Minnesota in 1975 from Michigan, there were no stores open in Minnesota, none, not even gas stations. In Michigan, convenience stores were open, gas stations were open, and a few other things were open. Not all stores, but some. So when we moved here as a family, we were thrilled that nothing was open on Sundays. You had to go get your gas on Saturday or any groceries that you needed for Sunday. You could go to mass, your church, or whatever you had to do on Sunday that way. You could go visit the neighbors. You could get together with your friends and relatives. But you could not shop. You could not purchase anything. All businesses were closed. And back in those days, there were only a few nursing homes because most of the old people stayed home with their families or they lived in a little hut out back or whatever, and the families took care of the old people. So even nursing homes were not even open. I mean, you know, there were so few of them. Hospitals, of course, are always open and nurses and doctors give up their life for that cause. They know that going into their work, but again, it's every other weekend that they have to work, not every single weekend. It was exciting to come here and have that, that atmosphere, that, that full family ingrained atmosphere. But today, like I said, so many businesses, because the world is so fast-paced now that we're forced to work on Sunday. If we want to keep our job, we have to work on Sunday. And, you know, it's, like I said, it's the day that God himself designated as a day of rest. That's why it's so important that if we can rest on Sunday, we need to be doing so. If everyone held true to Sunday as a day of rest, then families could once again have a full day to worship, pray, play, dine together, reconnect as a family, and simply enjoy each other's company. It would once again allow for us to slow our mental thoughts from work to rest without the sense of guilt that many of us have when we take that day of rest. Because what happens when you're together as a family and you're playing, you're playing croquet, or you've got the, the frisbee out, or you go to the ballpark, or you go to the beach, or you take a picnic out into the woods, you, your family will demand your attention and that will pull 
any thoughts of work away from you. Because many of us continue, I'm sorry to say, okay, I'm just as guilty as the next guy, probably more so because I know better. But we continue to think about work. We don't want to. And it's, it's sad. And we need to try to get away from this. I keep reminding people that there is, and I, I, you know, you guys have to bear with me here because it's going to be a little bit of a lesson, but there is a force of evil in the world. Some of us call it like the angel of darkness that used to be the angel of light. Some people say Satan himself. Others have different words. I don't even like to acknowledge him by name, <laughs> but this entity hates man. It is a force and he is so bent on the destruction of man that he never sleeps. He is constantly rallying his creepy little minions into battle with man. His main focus is to destroy the family. He yells, destroy man's peace, encourage materialism, encourage education. This evil entity knows man better than man knows himself. And he is always pushing to capacity man's intellect. Okay, because if we think we're smart... And we can, we, you know, we, we tend to think we can live without God if we think we're so smart and we know so many things. And trust me, this creepy guy knows this too. So he wants man to believe that he can be a success and that he can be educated and that he, if he is convinced that his studies and his works are so important, he will tend to neglect his prayers because he doesn't need God anymore because he's super smart, remember? He'll have more time to become smart and rich and even be possibly be immortalized someday with his intellectual legacy or by the wealth that he can leave behind. Okay, why am I giving you this moral lesson? I'm giving you this lesson because it's a fact. It's a fact of life and of all Christian belief. And it's a false belief. It's a false belief that the more we study, the, the smarter we're going to become. All our great thinkers were literally illuminated with thoughts and ideas. Yes, we can study and we can become sound, you know, in math and history and English. And we can, we know, we need to know these things. And we do need to study and apply ourselves. But I'm talking about this, this, this excessive desire for knowledge and this excessive quest for, to understand everything. You know, quantum physics is the huge discussion right now among young people. And they desire to know everything about everything. Well, trust me, none of us will ever know everything about everything. God in his wisdom will allow some people to see certain things, but not all of us. Anyway, the point is, is this quest has become such a God in and of itself that it just, it frightens me. So I'm giving you this little lesson because you have to understand that, yeah, sure, man can sell his soul and he can, you know, become all the things that he wishes on earth. But true happiness, true fulfillment is not obtained by hard work alone. True fulfillment is fulfilled through balance. Balance is the key word here. Balance in play, balance in work, recreation, the arts, literature, and charity. That is true balance, and that's where man will find his happiness. And so now we come to the homeopathy end of it. How all the great homeopaths know this as well, and they have taught and spent much time teaching us the different things that describe the fall of man to his own feelings. In other words, we talk about brain fag, exhaustion, weariness, all of these things that bring man down to the point where he has been striving, striving, striving. Sometimes it's just the striving to support his family, the striving for his education, the striving for to build his business or whatever he's doing. And it will reduce man to this state of exhaustion. 
and it very easily and very quickly can. So I'm, I want to stress this because it's so, so important, everyone. I, I just I just can't even describe it. Now, I've, what I've done here is I've put this, this printable together. I don't know when Joy gets done working it out. It's like seven or eight pages here, but um, she usually can organize it so it's, it's much neater. There are remedies on here, and I've basically given you some rubrics, what we call rubrics. Remember, rubrics are symptoms. So, for instance, rubrics are the symptom that is listed in what we call the repertory. And then that repertory will give you a list of homeopathic remedies that you can choose from. And so when you have that list of remedies to choose from, you can go back to the Materia Medica or to Homeopathy for Mommies. Many of these remedies are actually listed in, in my Homeopathy for Mommies book. And then you can look up the remedy and say, oh my gosh, that fits me so well. Or no, no, that's not me. And I've given you some more explanation here as to some of these, like I said, some of these different symptoms or rubrics. So I've listed the word, the term brain fag here because it's one of my very favorites. It's used a lot by Kent and Clark. And brain fag is basically the prostration of the mind. When the mind literally is so exhausted, it just goes into this 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 delirious type state. It shuts down. It tries to shut down. So if we look up mind prostration of, we will find 571 remedies listed. So in other words, if you find your constitutional remedy, it's going to really help you to stay balanced. And a good homeopath can help you with that. So if you're feeling fatigued, exhausted, strung out, if you don't know if what's up or what's down, what day it is, what hour it is, if you're finding, and a lot of people don't think about this, but there was a young man I was visiting with the other day, and all he could do was complain about everyone around him. And he, he said, I have so much anxiety. I just don't understand why people are the way they are. Well, I'm sorry. You know, the thing is we don't realize that everything we say is key. It's, it's part of our language that is trying to escape and tell us about ourselves. So what is one of the things that I've been saying, I, like literally for the last three weeks, I keep saying, oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted. I'm so exhausted. I'm so exhausted. Until finally I get to the day where I can't remember simple words that are common to me. You know, my body was warning me. My language was warning me. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. And then what happens is it literally shuts down. I feel better now, just so, you, just so you know. I actually took something and I feel a little better. But point is, is it can happen to anyone. I'm not exempt. No one is exempt. If we don't bring balance back into our lives, none of us are exempt. So this young man, some of the words that he was using was anxiety, why is everyone doing the things that they're doing? Why aren't they more charitable towards each other? Why are these things happening? So these are, these are the emotions that are escaping from within him. He's putting the blame on others. But at the same time, this is the way he truly feels. And this is what he is angry about even within himself. And these words escape. And this is, this is the way he, this is his language. This is what he is trying. This is the message he's trying to get across to others. So if we're going through this, we can we can start to see that language for what it really is. And Rajan teaches us. It's, the, it's all in the language, folks. And I've told you, when I, I got so excited about homeopathy and the way that Rajan Sankaran teaches the language in and of itself, because I knew the story of St. Benedict. He was, one of the, he was the first seminarian, and he taught his seminarians. He said, if you want to know a man, listen to him but for five minutes, and he will, he'll give away his heart. In other words, he can't help it. He has to tell you what's in his heart. Yes, there are people today, salesmen and, and people who are 
trained to be deceptive, so they, to manipulate your mind to believe what they're saying. But for the most part, 99.9% of the rest of the people will speak freely and you won't have a doubt what's on their mind. It's like I say, you guys listen to me week after week and you know me better than I know myself because I don't hear what I'm saying. But you hear what I'm saying. And you, you either think, oh, Sue's such a nut. <laughs> or you think, I need to listen to her because what she's saying, there's some good information there. And if that be true, it's only because I literally quote from all these old books that I read every single day. They've been here for almost 300 years. These, these books are amazing. And there's nothing, like I said, there's nothing contradictory in homeopathy because it's truth. And I really feel that Hanuman was inspired by God himself. I really do. Because there are no contradictions. I have come to believe that wherever there's a contradiction, there's an untruth. Far be it for me as a mere human to figure out where all the untruths are. I just recognize it because it sets an uneasiness within me. And I either shy away from it or I start digging and I, I do try to figure it out. You know, where is that untruth? There's a contradiction here. So it's an untruth. Just like in the politics today. There's contradiction after contradiction. So what do we have, folks? We have an untruth. And yeah, we keep digging until we can figure that out, or at least enough to know which direction we want to go in. Where, you know, where does it feel right on, in our heart? Okay, so we're going to go on here. It's already 20 minutes into this. And so I'm just going to quickly run through some of the things that I have put down for all of us to understand. Brain fag, mind prostration of, all right? And like I said, 571 remedies are listed. And so then I took and I broke down some of the um, some of the other rubrics that are more specific. Like for instance, uh, mind. You know, you have the prostration of, and then mental exertion aggravates. We have the remedy berberis listed there. I find that really interesting because. What happens to people who have liver issues? Yeah, mental exertion is going to aggravate them because they're short-tempered. <laughs> Prostration of mind, mental exertion aggravates. There are 68 remedies listed. There's rubrics listed for the time of day, like as to when the aggravation may come on or what body system or organs are affected. And so, you know, you, like I say, you can whip out your own repertory to kind of look at this in more depth. And then we have brain fag. Brain fag, if you look it up, it'll tell you, see, dullness or exhaustion. And again, 710 remedies are listed. Mind, anxiety, and brain fag, natrum, muraticum. Natmer is a huge remedy for any type of imbalance because I keep saying over and over and over again, when the body, the sodium is imbalanced, there's only 12 cell salts, folks. And how many of them are salts? I mean, most of them are salts. We have sodium chloride, which is natrum, muraticum. And natrium muraticum and natrium sulfuricum are the two that are most easily knocked out of balance due to emotion or times of stress. And so here we have mind anxiety in brain fag, and natmer is the only remedy listed. We have mind anxiety about health in brain fag. Guess what? That's nux vomica. <laughs> nux vomica is, you know, and we're going to we'll talk about nux vomica a little bit later here. Um, mind Deficiency of ideas in brain fag, uh-oh, phosphoric acid. So deficiency, what did I? Ha what happened to me the other day? I had a deficiency in my idea, okay? I'm trying to send a, a message via email, and it's just gone. It was just gone. That's definite deficiency. 
We have stomach, and it's kind of interesting because a lot of people will complain of acid reflux and things like that when they're suffering from stress or anxiety. So then we have stomach indigestion in brain vague. We have athusia and calcara floricum. Calc floor is another cell salt. Stomach indigestion in brain vague in children. Oh, my goodness. So we don't stop to think about the fact that we can push our children so hard that they can actually begin to have symptoms of brain vag. And again, that remedy is calc floor. And mental torbidity in brain vag, phosphoric acid. Phosphoric acid is huge, guys, for exhaustion and debility of mind. It really, really is. I've actually taken it um, a couple of times over the last five years. I don't, it's not something you just like think to take because we don't realize what's happening to ourselves. Just like a person who I've had many, many people come into my store that have over the year, last few years and they'll have cancer. And I'll look at them and I'll just say, oh my gosh, I feel so bad because either the color is so bad or their you know, countenance is, you can see how ill they are. And they don't know how ill they are. They have so much hope and they're, you know, they're going to do everything it takes to, to live a happy life. And because we, we can't see ourselves and we can't even remember what it was like to be healthy. We can, in our mind, say, oh, I remember we used to run and do that. But you can't remember it. It's just like a mother after childbirth. She can't remember what it was like to go through all that pain and anguish of childbirth. She can remember the events, but she can't remember the feeling. Just like when we're healthy or when we're ill, we can remember the events, but we can't necessarily remember the way we felt. So... We can't always see ourselves when we're slipping. <laughs> the people around us can say, hey, you better get a day of rest. And you're like, what? I can do it. No, we can't. Listen to those around you because they speak the truth. All right. So um, I'm going to kind of quickly start going through here because this is already getting long again. Um, the point is everything in our lives is in need of balance. When we work too hard or when we play too hard or study too hard or do anything too much, then the mind and the body can and will become exhausted. So we have to take care of ourselves. And the key to that is balance. Man is designed for balance. Prostration of the mind from business dealings. There are several remedies listed. Aurum, cocaine, we call it cocoa, calibromatum, califos, lycopodium, magfos, nuxvomica, passiflora, picric acid, podophyllum, sepia, timuline, and zinc gum. Phosphoricum. Prostration of mind, businessman wore out. Again, pretty much the same remedies that I just listed. And like I said, I have this printout here and all of these remedies are listed. You can look at them and study them and kind of get a, it's just really helpful to just get a picture in your mind of some of the remedies that will help to bring balance to persons who are overdoing it for whatever reason. We have prostration of mind from cares or worries. Ignatia, Caliphas, Passiflora, Phosphoric Acid, Picric Acid, Uranium, Mind, Prostration of Mind with Asthma, Arum, Prostration of Mind with Increased Appetite. How many times do we hear, oh my gosh, when I get exhausted, I can't help it, I eat so much. We hear people say that. Natrum Muraticum, there again, there's that sodium imbalance. And how many times do we understand the that people who crave certain foods are really, it's a mineral imbalance. And so they crave food. It's their body's attempt to balance those minerals. I mean, let's just face it. We need to learn from these rubrics because this is really, really important. And when we understand it, then we can start to use these remedies more effectively. I love, I know I have the cell salt kit. It's one of my very favorite kits. 
because it's just so basic and I never have to worry about giving the wrong remedy or anything else because if the body doesn't need it, it's not going to use it, but it's certainly not going to hurt anything to wake up that system that appears to be failing, right? So even sadness or the stress from the loss of our unborn child. I put this down here because I I deal with a lot of moms and I'm going to start crying myself because I'll have moms just talk about having, you know, the loss of a child or the loss of several children due to miscarriage. We call it, we're more readily using the word miscarriage. In the old books, they'll say abortion. They didn't really start using the miscarriage until quite a few years later. Abortion in our old medical books is, it's a term that has been used historically to describe the loss of a child due to spontaneous and often for unknown reasons. Yes, it could have been an an intentional abortion. They used to use herbs and other things to cause the abort of a child. But for the most part, abortion, like I said, it means it can be, it's a spontaneous loss of the child. So not as it's used today, because today we only think of it as the willful taking of a child from his mother's womb. So when you're reading that in the old, old materia medicas or repertories, just so you understand that. And then we have, um, so that brings us to mind prostration after abortion. And a rem- the one remedy listed here is colophylum. And so, like I said, it's just nice to know these things because most of us know someone who goes through that tremendous stress and grief after the loss of a child. Mind prostration after paturation, after the, the delivery of a child from worry. Okay, so when it's from worry, then we can use the remedy lachesis or lachesis instead. Mind prostration in diphtheria. Now, I put this one in here. There's a lot of different examples. I mean, I mean, there's literally hundreds of examples of exhaustion due to this or that. But I put this in here from delir- diphtheria because it's a, it's a very basic illness. It's you know, anything like the croup, cough, cold, whooping cough. All of those different types of diseases can bring on that type of worry, that type of prostration of the mind. And oddly enough, the remedy Elianthus is an amazing remedy to help bring a person back into balance after that type of illness, the worry from that type of illness. A mind prostration after grief, and this can be any type of grief. We have Ignatia, Calibromatum, Califas, Natmer, Nux Mushada phosphoric acid, mind prostration from emotional excitement. So here we, here we can just even go into, our mind can go into prost, a prostrated mode just from the mental and emotional consequences of excitement, all right? And under that rubric, there are 686 remedies listed. Needless to say, I didn't put them all in here, but you can certainly look them up yourself. Mind excitement, ailments from the emotional consequences. So you can actually have a, dep- you can go into a depression, natmer again, and phosphoric acid. Oh, I think I've listed this one again here. Mind deficiency of ideas and brain fag. It was so important I listed it twice, folks. <laughs> phosphoric acid. So it's not just our minds that are at risk due to brain fag or exhaustion. Everything can suffer. So then I go on and I say, okay, so like um, stomach indigestion and brain fag. We have Athusia and calc flora again. Indigestion from cares or worries. Califas, nux vomica. Indigestion in children from brain fag. Again, calc flora is the remedy listed for children again. So children who 
go into brain fag from whatever the cause is of their stress or worry, and they can even move into indigestion, calc floor. Stomach indigestion after excesses. Now, I put excesses because um, the funny thing is, is like I said, we, excesses can be from like too much work or too much worry, too much, okay? So I put this down because when people are out of balance, then they tend to mo go into that too much mode. So here we have mind, like I said, um, the after excesses, and we have allium sativa, antimonium crude, antimonium tart, arsenicum, bryonia, calcarb, carboveg, china, ipecac, calcarb, mercurius, mezzarinum, natrum sulfuricum, nux vomica, phosphoric acid, pulsatilla, staphysagria, and sulfur. So where is this exhaustion going to lead us? If, if we don't get ourselves back on track and we don't start taking the correct remedies, our exhaustion can lead us to actually having delusions, our mind, imaginations, delusions. He cannot, he can work without, he, he's gone into a total funk of exhaustion. Oddly enough, the remedy listed for that is Piper nigrum, in other words, black pepper. Forgetfulness with exhaustion from work, mental work, calcarb, colchium, gelsemium, nat carb, natrium muraticum, nux vomica again, phosphoric acid, platinum, pulsatilla, sepia, and silica. Mind forgetfulness for what he was. We don't even remember who we were anymore. Aconite, caladium, cannabis indica, nux machata again. Mind indolence, aversion to work, and nervous exhaustion, cocoa, or that cocaine. Remember, we don't, we don't like to say that word, but so. <laughs> Vertigo from exhaustion. Ambra, Beretta, Aceticum, China, Colchium, Theramphos, Calisulf, Ranby, Ranunculus, Selenium, Sulfuric Acid, and Veratrum. Mind. A tearful, weeping mood from exhaustion. Ammonium carbonicum and bamboo. It's called bambooza arundinaceae. Bamboo. Mind hysteria from loss of fluids from exhaustion. China and cinnamon. Hysteria after grief. I throw this one in here because of the severity the severe form of grief that many feel in America right now and around the world, you know, during this COVID scare, because it's, it's, it's real, it's tangible. And I mean, I, I know I have like no tolerance for the fright and fear that everyone is feeling. I feel anger. Okay. Not even once have I felt fright. I tend to feel anger because I want to know, I want to know the real cause. I want to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> And I have homeopathy, and I'm not afraid of, yes, I, I, I don't relish the idea of losing any loved ones because, you know, it's just my human frailty. But at the same time, I know myself and all my family, we're all going to perish at some point in time, and I just pray that we're all ready for it spiritually. That's my, that's my prayer, is that we're always ready spiritually for death. And so when something like what's going on with this COVID scare, it, it angers me. It's like it's an unnecessary human stressor. 
it's it's when people don't love their neighbor the way they should. They have a love of money rather than love of God or love of power rather than love of God. It always comes down to some other God besides the true God. And I get angry. I know <laughs> I shouldn't get angry, but I do. So again, that's a weakness within myself. But again, I tell my family, I says, you know, anger has always been a great motivator for me. If I'm angry about something, I'm not going to sit on my death. I'm going to try and do something about it. And so, you know, I don't like feeling angry, but at the same time, I get moving. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so this mind, hysteria after grief, we have Baritis sulfuricum, gelsemium, and Ignatia. Gelsemium and Ignatia are two great remedies for the trembling, the fear, the sadness that we can feel due to this, this type of grief. Exhaustion. Um, okay, so we have internal uh, exhaustion. Aluminum, Arnica, Bovista, China, China Self, Calicarb, Calinitricum, Califos, Chrysotum, Lachesis, Magmer, Nux Vomica, and Silica. Cerebrospinal exhaustion. <laughs> okay, phosphoric acid. That's about as deep as you're going to get to go, guys. Phosphoric acid is the ultimate remedy for sheer exhaustion. Heaviness of the head with exhaustion. Germanium. Caliphas. Okay, so this podcast is getting pretty long. I still have a few pages to go here of rubrics and things that I would like to share with you. I'm going to start speeding up, try to tell less stories. But we have, like, even if the eyes can be exhausted, or, you know, from exhaustion, the eyes can have styes from exhaustion, nervous exhaustion, staphysagria. Hearing noises from a nervous exhaustion, caliphas, semisifuga. Pain in the liver region from exhaustion, caliiodatum. Paralysis from exhaustion, argentum nitricum and nux vomica. We can actually clinically go move into Bright's disease, which is a form of, it's like a, going into a diabetic state from in nervous exhaustion. That's phosphorus. Respiration issues with exhaustion, arsenicum is the number one remedy there, opium, phosphorus, and spigalia. Chest pain from exhaustion, like a podium. A woman can actually lose her milk supply due to exhaustion and night watching, caring for their child or another one, causticum. The back trembling from exhaustion. This is a remedy not listed in most Materia Medica's but it's meteor. That would be an imponderable, much like Magpul Ambo or Mag Arct or Mag Ost or the color and sound remedies. Exhaustion, pain in our legs and extremities from exhaustion, clematis. Sore, bruised pain in our legs from exhaustion, clematis. Trembling of the knees from exhaustion, calc floor again. Retain placenta from exhaustion, colophyllum. Exhaustion, again with respira respiration affected from exhaustion, again is arsenicum. Just pain, generalities, pain from exhaustion, arsenicum, colophyllum, causticum, clematis, caliiodatum, and rustox. Mind weary. And there are numerous remedies listed here for the mind, just the weariness of the mind. 
And so we, like I said, there's at least 70 or 80 remedies listed here. Phosphoric acid, sepia, nux vomica, nitric acid, muratic acid. Some of, some of the most thought of remedies for specific exhaustive types. Now, like I said, I didn't describe all of them here real well. But I do want to go through some of them because it's, it's really important that you understand that there are certain remedies in the Materia Medica that are just famous for exhaustion. And one of the most famous, of course, is sepia. And sepia is what we know as the washerwoman's remedy. There's often a hormonal exhaustion, a hormonal imbalance. And again, just to sheer, it's just working plain work and no rest can put a person into this funk. Nux vomica, businessman's remedy, um, which is actually great for any type of too much anything. We call it the businessman's remedy, which tends to make us think of a man, but I've seen it for just as many women as men. Causation can be anger, too much coffee, too much alcohol, debauchery, other excesses, and even injury. It is especially suited to very particular zealous persons inclined to get angry and excited or if they're spiteful or malicious, uh, it, can, it can lead them to this exhaustive state. Nervous and melancholic persons, vigorous persons as well. Those addicted to wine, coffee, or even pepper. And Nexomoshada isn't a one that a lot of people have really ever dealt with or heard of. This is, Nexomoshada is actually made from nutmeg. And nutmeg historically has been used and known to have a profound effect on a woman's menstrual cycle. So I tend to think of this remedy more for women than men, but that's not necessarily, you know, right thinking either. But I do think of it, like I said, for women who are exhausted. Ill effects of fright, mental exertion, suppressed eruptions or menses, bathing, overeating, milk, bad beer, and alcohol. So any of those reasons can cause the Nux Mashada exhaustion. The mind tends to be a whooping, weeping mood with burning eyes and lacrimation. Fickle with desire for one thing and then another. So they just can't make up their mind. Strange feelings with extreme drowsiness. Confusion during pregnancy, starting and recovering consciousness. So those who wake up and they, oh, where am I, type of thing. You know, that's, that's one thing to think of because when they're, they're waking up. Sleepy, stupid, debauched look, abdomen enormously distended. One of the things, I actually used this remedy a few years ago. I can't remember what was going on. It was probably after the birth of a child. And I couldn't even hardly make it up the stairs. It was even worse than like a nitric acid type exhaustion. And then I looked it up, all my symptoms, and I ended up taking next Mashada and it pulled me right out of it. I couldn't hardly get up the stairs. I would have to, oh, there's like 14 steps in our house. It was by level home or whatever. I would have to stop and rest to get up the stairs. And I was young. And it was just such a profound exhaustion. And Nux Mashada pulled me right out of it. Just one dose. Great lassitude, especially in the loins and knees as after a long journey with inclination to sleep. Coculus is another remedy we think of for those experiencing exhaustion, especially after the care of a loved one. It can also be from anger, fright, noise, sleep, loss of sleep, or seasickness, traveling, overstrain, mental or bodily. Confusion of the head, disposition to take everything in bad parts and be angry, mania, mistakes concerning the lapse of time, 
is so this is one of the things like how do you de- how do you determine which exactly remedy is the best for this type of exhaustion and, and funk? Well, just tend to look at you know what is you know someone's exhausted, you know they're going through these difficult times. So how do I exactly determine which remedy to give them? Again, look and see what the product of their exhaustion is causing. Okay, so like with calculus, if they're feeling vertigo or if they are, they have ill humor or if they're losing time. Like, oh my gosh, the days are passing too quickly or whatever's going on. That's, those are, that's verbiage for indication of this remedy. Weakness is also a leading note, very sensitive to fear, anger, grief, all mental disturbances, also noise, the enlargement of the liver after anger. All of these things are occasions for possibly using this remedy. Okay, you know what I think we're going to do here is we're going to stop here because this is just getting too long, and I really want to give the acids the attention that they are due because when we think of exhaustion, one of the first things that we're going to want to think about are the acids in the Materia Medica. So we'll talk about the acids in our next podcast. All right. Until then, may God bless you and yours. Hey, folks, I just want to throw in a quick little commercial here for our upcoming Mentors Series classes. For those of you who have been enjoying our advanced homeopathy classes, you will be so excited to find out that we are proud to bring the teaching talents of both my original mentors to you. Beginning this Thursday, June 18th, we will begin our series with Dr. Douglas Brown as he teaches us about the mineral kingdom. Dr. Brown has a wonderful way of bringing this foundational kingdom to life for his students. He has studied the work of Rajan Sankaran and Jan Scholten and is excited to share with us the homeopathy for mommy's advanced members <laughs> or anyone who's interested in homeopathy. His love of homeopathy and the simplicity of the mineral kingdom following the periodic chart. Each month we will be having another class by either Dr. Brown or Dr. Barbara Lowry who also teaches the sensation to synergy method and she is a fantastic fantastic teacher. I have learned so much under her guidance and she has helped me for the last 10 years as well. This system of sensation to synergy is one which both of these fantastic teachers will do justice to. So feel free to revisit the first of our advanced classes so that you're ready for the upcoming series or just jump in and enjoy the series alone. If you are someone who loves homeopathy and has a desire to understand God's created world through homeopathy in an orderly fashion, you will love what we are about to present. So go to homeopathyformommies.com and click the online training to sign up. It's that simple. You will not be sorry you did it. Enjoy your classes. God bless. Hope to see you there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com. Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom. 